0: Hey, hey, sister, let's get ready to lace up and level up because we are Hot Girl Walking and Talking. I'm Maggie, your host and hype girl. Happy Sunday, I'm so honored to have you here. Before we get started, I am going to ask that if you love the podcast, if you get something out of this, if this makes you feel like a better version of yourself, which is my only goal with running this podcast, I would be so grateful if you could like share subscribe tell somebody else tell another woman who needs 20 minutes of empowerment to come take a listen and see if it's for her that means the world to me i can't tell you how much i appreciate all of your love and support and i just want to keep reaching as many women as possible so i hope you're having a great sunday as we head into thanksgiving this week i know that can bring up a lot of emotions for a lot of people Some people really love the holidays. They get super excited about them. They love to host. They love to go to Friendsgivings. They love spending time with their family. And there are some people that really don't enjoy the holidays. They don't have people that they're spending time with. So if you are on that side of the coin and you don't really enjoy the holidays, it's not really your thing. Maybe there's a lot of sadness or negative emotions tied to the holiday. It's okay. I don't want you to feel like you're wrong because you don't love Thanksgiving or because you don't love Christmas or whatever the holiday is. All I'm going to ask is that you take time to do things that you do enjoy. There's nothing wrong with not being on the holiday bandwagon, but there is something wrong with giving in to that social pressure that makes you feel like you need to love it or you need to be so happy and cheerful because the holidays are around all you need to do in really any situation, is focus on you. Do things that make you happy. Do things that bring you joy. And if you're not sure what that is, or if you're really struggling to find the things that make you feel your best, take some time to figure out what those things are. Really sit down with yourself and think about what it is that brings you joy. If you didn't have any restrictions, what would you be doing? What would you be experiencing? Who would you be spending time with? And then if in reality there are restrictions stopping you from doing those things, find the best alternative and take time to learn about yourself. Something that I'm really realizing about women is that a lot of us are not taking time to actually figure out who we are, what we like, why we like it, and why we do the things that we do. This exercise is so powerful because as you start to learn more about yourself, you start to get stronger in your beliefs and your values and your boundaries. But when you're just walking around and you have no idea what you stand for, what makes you happy, who you are, it's a lot easier to become a victim to all of these outside circumstances and situations. And we don't want that. It's not a way to live by being constantly molded by everybody and everything else. Who are you choosing to be And why are you choosing to be her? The stronger that you get in your beliefs and the more confidently that you can answer those questions, the stronger that you are going to feel overall because you know who you are. So that's my holiday rant, just because I know not everybody loves the holidays. And I just want to remind you that it is okay if you don't love the holidays. And now we're gonna transition into the main part of the episode, which is really gonna focus on two main things. And the first one has been on my heart for a couple of days. So we're just gonna throw it out there, make it happen. The second part just kind of came to me this morning and I was like, oh yeah, we need to talk about this. So let's dive right in. Okay, y'all know just as well as I do that the biggest name right now in pop culture, she is dominating every social media platform she's dominating all the trending sound she's all over the place of course we're talking about taylor swift and this week has been a whirlwind for so many people for a variety of reasons now i will preface this by saying that i have ultra respect for anybody that can figure out how to dominate the music charts basically become this success that is just everywhere becoming a household name overall And when it comes to Taylor Swift, the way that I have been analyzing this past week has nothing to do with her personally. So we need to set that stage because if you believe that what I'm saying is a personal attack on a person that I don't even know, it's gonna be hard to actually hear this objectively. So when it comes to Taylor Swift, she has been around for as long as I can remember. I do remember being on the high school swim team and there was this girl that I swam with. I didn't really know her that well but she was obsessed with Taylor Swift that was back when Taylor was doing country and i had no idea who Taylor Swift was and then she became more pop like she moved out of the country scene and all of a sudden everybody knew who she was and if i remember correctly a lot of us did not take her seriously when she first started doing pop music it was very it was very light and airy and i think there were a lot of people who immediately dismissed taylor and her music because it was just another sound in pop music and then she just stuck around she kept releasing albums she kept showing up everywhere and then there seemed to be like a turning point especially on social media where a lot of women were like i never liked taylor swift before but after this song i can jam i think it's really good It's it's got a good bop to it and i was one of those people didn't really care about Taylor Swift. And then I realized this music is catchy. It's something that gets stuck in my head. So I have respect for anybody that creates music like that, whether they write it or they don't write it, I don't really care. If it gets stuck in my head and this person has their name on the song, that's who I'm looking at. And then there started to become a theme. And I know based on what I've been seeing on social media, There are women who can analyze every single song, every single album. I'm not that person. But I did realize as I was growing up listening to Taylor Swift playing here and there, there seemed to be a theme where it was all about heartbreak. It was all about basically what happened when you got out of a relationship with a F boy. I'm not going to say it because this is supposed to be a clean podcast. So we're just going to say that F boy right? So you get out of this relationship, you write a song about it. And that became what I thought was her theme. And now this past album that got released was like a whirlwind. It just took over everything that I was seeing and hearing. So not only did she start dominating the charts with this new album, then she said, okay, I'm going on tour. And here's how I'm going to release the tickets for the tour. And she was everywhere, all over the place. Then this past week, Ticketmaster completely seems like they messed up, sold all the tickets during the presale. Now tickets are being resold for hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands of dollars. So my question in analyzing all of this is what is it that makes Taylor Swift's lyrics so relatable to so many women now? I'll be very honest, I am not somebody who scrolls on TikTok. So I don't have a huge understanding, but I will take a few minutes, maybe 5 minutes every day to look for some trending sounds on the app, and it's just inevitable that in that 5 minutes I'm going to hear a Taylor trending sound and I'm going to see somebody talking about how much they love Taylor and they love this song or they love this lyric and I'll be honest, I was a little shocked. So when this album came out, I was listening to it and I was trying to just get a sense of what was going on. And it was very, to me, dark and depressing. It wasn't fun music. And I am very careful about the music that I listen to because if it's not uplifting, in my opinion, and it's not doing something to feel empowering or to better myself, I don't want to hear it. I don't want anything to do with it because... I truly believe that when we listen to things, especially that's dark, depressing rap music that's very degrading towards women, what is the point of listening to that? You might think that it's just mind numbing or you just enjoy it, but I think it goes deeper than that. When you listen to this stuff over and over, it seeps into your subconscious. It becomes something that you start to believe and you start to hear in your head. And I think this can be illustrated very simply. I want you to think about some time that you have been in a very bad mood or you've been very sad or just in a negative mood overall. And then you go to listen to songs that you know are sad or negative and they just make you feel worse. We've all been there and I have to fight myself. Like if I'm in a bad mood, I know that there are songs I can listen to that are just going to make me feel worse. And that used to be what I did. I would just go down this rabbit hole of making myself feel worse and building these negative thoughts and feelings on top of each other. That is so dangerous. I don't do that anymore because I realized what a negative effect it had on me. So now I'm seeing these lyrics popping up from her most recent album, and they're really dark. They're very sad. They're very self-loathing-ish. And again, this isn't a personal attack, but if we look at Taylor's entire career, this is her brand. This is who she is. She is somebody that sings about heartbreak. She sings about being the screw up, which is what I've gathered from a lot of this new album. And it really makes me sad to think that There are so many women and now there are so many young girls listening to this and saying that it's relatable. I don't care who you are. And again, this is not a personal attack on Taylor. Obviously, she's in a niche and she's saying things that resonate with a lot of women. But if you are taking this on as an identity, where do you think that's going to lead? If you believe that that you are the problem, that you're a screw up, that you keep getting older, but never wiser. What is that creating in your head? And who is that person manifesting as in real life? And then we have the other part of this, which has been the past week. I've been hearing about it everywhere. So. She announced the tour. She said, Ticketmaster is handling the sales. We're gonna do a pre-sale. You gotta get a special access code to get the pre-sale and then we'll do a general public sale. Ticketmaster released all the tickets during the pre-sale. Now, I had two clients that were very adamant about getting tickets. One client did get the tickets in the pre-sale and she said that she was in the queue for like seven or eight hours, which didn't really disrupt her day because she was still working, she just had it in the background. Uh, And then another client did not get presale tickets and she ended up buying them on StubHub a couple days later and she spent a lot of money. And if your personal preference is to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars to go to a concert so that you can see somebody that you love and that you relate to, you spent your whole life listening to them. But here's the hard truth. There are so many women that tell me that they are desperate to work with me. They are desperate to change their lives, but they can't afford it right now, which sometimes is true. And sometimes it's a limiting belief that holds us back. Uh, And then those same women, are now paying hundreds and thousands of dollars for Taylor Swift tickets. And again, if that's your prerogative, if that's what you want to spend your money on, go off, sis, do it. But everything has a cost and everything has a value. Is your life becoming inherently better by going to see somebody perform the songs that you can listen to on Spotify right now? I'm not judging. I am not placing any type of judgment on this, but I want everyone to be able to take a step back and really think about what their priorities are. Because if your priority is to change your life and do everything that you can to see the success and become the woman that you want to be, but then on the other end, you're also very involved with spending money to enjoy experiences, sometimes we can't choose both. And i talk about this a lot when it comes to this instant gratification that we have been conditioned to crave there have been plenty of times in my life where i had to give up something that i wanted right this instant because i knew that the payoff long term was going to be so much better and now i understand how powerful it is to have that mindset because if we gave in to everything that we wanted right now If we always gave in, if we always allowed ourselves to indulge in the short term present moment, we'd probably never get to where we want to be. At some point, you need to be willing to accept and tell your brain, I'm going to sacrifice what I want right now because I know that what I want long term is so much better. It's going to make me so much better of a person. Now, I'll give an example. Let's say, that you were on the fence about buying tickets and now you're on the fence about buying resale tickets because that's all there is. You could spend two, three, four thousand $4,000 on those tickets, enjoy the experience and really have just the memories to walk away from, or you could take that money and you can use it to invest in yourself and change your life so that two or three years down the road when this happens again, and there's another new album and another tour, You could be in a place where you have spent the time working on yourself and changing your life where now money isn't an issue. You don't need to think twice about it because you've worked on yourself, you've created the life that you wanted, and now you can enjoy those experiences. And a lot of us have a hard time thinking like that because it's future thinking. It hasn't happened yet. So think about how crazy this concept is. We know That if we do exactly what we want to do right now, there's an immediate payoff. We get the concert tickets. But what we can't see is what would happen if we chose to hold back and sacrifice. And I call it a sacrifice because that's what it is. If you want to live a life that most people do not live, you have to make sacrifices. You can't be doing what everybody else is doing. You cannot be out partying every weekend. You cannot be wasting your time zombie scrolling on social media. And you can't indulge in every opportunity that comes along and still expect to live the life that you want. Could that happen? There might be somebody listening to this that's like, oh no, I did all of that and I'm still exactly where I want to be. Great. But the majority of people need to be willing to make sacrifices to live the life that they want so that they can truly enjoy all of these things later. It takes time, it takes effort, and this is exactly why most people never live the life that they want because they can't get past that short-term instant gratification. They just feel the need to do everything right now and then they somehow expect and believe that it's still gonna work out in their favor later on. I want to make this extremely clear. The reason that I am saying all of these things is because I know that your potential is begging to be unleashed. And I know that you have giant dreams and goals that you want to crush. And sometimes we lose sight of those dreams and goals because the shiny object pops up right in front of our face and distracts us or tries to distract us. You do not need to give in to the distraction. And this feels really difficult when you first start doing it, but the more that you build this discipline, you build this habit and you keep your focus on the long-term goals and dreams, it becomes easier. It becomes a habit. It becomes what you want to do because you know the payoff. And then as you're building this discipline and you're building this habit, you start to see even clearer what the future looks like. You start to get rewarded and you start to really watch the pieces come together of that future life that you know that you want. I say this all the time, but this is the path less traveled. Everybody says that they want it, but very few people are willing to work for it. And this past week was kind of a good example of that in my opinion, because I saw a lot of women who told me that they were desperate to make a change in their life, but now wasn't the right time that we could work together. And then they went and spent all kinds of money on Taylor Swift tickets, which again, no judgment. If that's what you're choosing to do, then be confident in that choice. And at the same time, you can't be upset if you still feel like you're so far away from your goals and your dreams and becoming that ideal version of yourself because you keep giving in to the short-term. The same is true with exercise, the same is true with nutrition. I am all about eating the foods that you love, taking rest days, but if you are continually choosing the short-term instant gratification of eating the fast food or skipping your workout, whatever it might be, that is going to have a negative impact over time. This is completely different than balance or moderation. I'm saying if you continually choose instant gratification, it will hurt you in the long run. I think a lot of women are selling themselves short. They're not giving themselves enough credit because they say that they relate to Taylor's lyrics and that it describes them perfectly. But I just don't believe that because what I'm seeing not only with my clients and with women who are setting up calls with me, but also on social media is that most women, it seems, want to better themselves. They want to make better choices. They want to be in a happy, healthy relationship. And then they turn around and they say, no, I relate to these lyrics and I'm the problem. And it's always me who's screwing up. And I just keep choosing bad people. You need to make a choice. Who are you choosing to be? And how do you need to show up as that person every single day? Because yes, you might be the problem. And if you're not willing to change anything, you're going to continue to find yourself in these situations with unhealthy people, toxic people, unhealthy situations. Start choosing to be the person that you want to be. And don't be so quick to be so self-deprecating. It's not helping your mindset and it's not really attracting any of the people into your life that you want to attract because healthy people don't want to hear it. If you believe in manifestation or if you believe in the law of attraction at all, then you know you can't hold all of these beliefs together. If you continually say that you suck and you're the problem and you can't hold a solid relationship, what do you think is going to keep showing up in your life? So. I'm gonna end this by saying that your potential is unlimited. Instant gratification is not always the answer. And sometimes we need to be willing to sacrifice to create and live a life that most people cannot. Super curious what your comments are. Let me know what you think about this entire conversation. Shoot me a DM on Instagram at Magalonius or email me. Hey Maggie at weprevail.biz. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I'll talk to you soon, and I'll catch you on the flip side.